twowayradios.com, check, check. Bytwowayradios.com. Recorded almost live from Rock Hill, South Carolina. It's the Two Way Radio Show. Welcome to the Two-Way Radio Show. I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Themester. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And this is the podcast about two-way radios for business and consumer communications. Today we'll talk about renting radios. We'll look at scenarios in which renting two-way radios may be better than purchasing them, the advantages of short-term rentals, and what to consider when shopping around for radio rentals. We'll also review the Tram TB6 and TB9 Big Cat CB antennas and take some of your questions from our blog and our forums at twowayradioforum.com. Our show is sponsored by buytwowayradios.com, the source of two-way radios and radio accessories for businesses and consumers since 2002. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. buytwowayradios.com, your radio specialist. All right, we've talked a lot about buying two-way radios, but there are some situations when buying a radio may not be the best solution. Uh, there may be times when it may be better to rent them instead. Well, there are definitely times when a rental makes more sense than a purchase. And if you need a, a very good quality business radio and you need several of them, you're, you're looking at an expense. I mean, it could be a, a few thousand dollars. Now, we've mentioned quite a few times how good of a value they are over certain mm-hmm. other technologies and how they pay for themselves. But if you only need radios for one weekend a year or a week a year or, you know, infrequently, it may be better to rent versus buying because long term, you're going to spend less money. That's really what it boils down to. Well, let's talk about when it may be best to choose a rental over a purchase. What are situations that might warrant, what are some of the situations that may warrant a rental over a purchase? Um, Events are a big one where your company or your business puts on infrequent large events where you you bring in people that are going to need communication. It's not what you do day to day, but um, for the event, you need communications. Kind of like trade shows, expos, things like that, weekend events or a few days, maybe something like, you know, if you're going to be at CES or, or if you're going to be doing some of these, whether it's a large or a small trade show, that kind of thing, uh, and you're going to need radios at your booth or, or coordinating, uh, setting up and taking down booths or whatever it is that you're doing. Trade shows are a big one. Um, maybe you're a large company and uh, you're having a company outing one weekend where you mm-hmm. invite your employees and their families and you need several people to coordinate the activities that are going on at that outing. Uh, that would be a good example. Um, maybe you've got a um, weekend where your company is putting on a, a softball tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, and sports events. Communication. And, uh, yeah. Any kind of sports events that are infrequent w- would be a good candidate for renting radios. Um, temporary construction projects. Mm-hmm. Uh, or another one, um, maybe uh, stage or film projects. Yeah, people, you know, you're making a movie and uh, you just need the radios for 
a week, 10 days, however long you're shooting the film, that kind of thing, out on location, or for some stage performances. You're, you're putting on a stage show f- for a short term, and you need the radios uh, to coordinate with uh, uh, both on stage and backstage and That's all around it. Great example. Um, mm-hmm. Parades are another one. I mean, maybe you, your company participates in the Christmas parade in your city once a year, and uh, communications needed for that event. You, know, you you don't want to spend a thousand dollars to get six radios for that, but uh, maybe a rental would be a better option. Emergency and disaster relief. That's another um, area where, uh, and we're not talking about the the emergency personnel who are who are the first responders necessarily, because they're generally going to have radios for the most part. But we're talking about any other emergency personnel or services that have come in to to assist in. Uh, disaster relief or, or to aid the uh, regular emergency personnel out there. Exactly. Maybe you or a group of you and your friends are, are going to uh, assist when there's been a disaster and you need some radios to take down for a few weeks while you're going. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a great example. Really, any any temporary job or event that requires communication would probably be a candidate for a radio rental. And what are some of the advantages of short-term rentals? Well, there's also long-term rentals that Mm -hmm. uh, are an option, and there's several advantages to that, uh, primarily tax uh, advantages. Ah, that's a good point. Some businesses or um, movie studios, for example. Let's say you're uh, you're shooting a TV show over several months, Mm -hmm. and uh, you need radios for that. It may make more sense, even though you're going to spend more for renting the radios, there are a lot of tax advantages to uh, renting over purchasing. Good point. Well, what are some of the other advantages? Um, well, the lower cost, obviously, that's something we, we've already mentioned. Also, the licensing cost goes away. When you purchase radios, you need to get a, a business license, and um, you know, you're probably looking at around 500 bucks um, for a 10-year license. Well, a lot of times when you're renting radios, you're going to be covered under the license of the company that you're renting from. Uh, and I take it there are fewer maintenance hassles with the radios, too, because you don't have to worry as much about uh, doing regular maintenance with the radios on a, on a uh, rental as you would if they're your own radios. Right. If you're renting radios, you don't really have to worry about maintenance at all. If you're renting from a reputable company they're going to make sure that the batteries are kept up to date and that, you know, they're free of defects before they are sent out. Uh, So, you know, as long as you're ordering from a reputable company, you're going to be fine on maintenance. It's not going to be a concern. And that jumps into fewer operational hassles as well. That's exactly right, for the exact same reasons. Mm -hmm. But there's one more reason to get these radios that, um, that some people probably don't think of. And that is the manner of obsolescence. You know, that that is a good point. When you rent, especially if it's a short-term rental where you only need radios a few times a year, um, you know, if you purchase radios five years from now, there may be some newer technology mm-hmm. that you kind of wish you'd had, but, you know, your radios are still working fine, so there's no reason to get it. Well, if you're renting, um, you always have the option of getting the latest and greatest. It's almost like leasing a car, in a, in a sense. Yeah, it's the same idea. Mm-hmm. Well, we know some of the advantages of, of the rentals here, and we want to go shopping 
for rental radios. What are some of the things that we need to know uh, before we start shopping around for rentals? Because, I mean, that, that's a little bit of a different uh, ball game, so to speak, than purchasing, uh, obviously. So what is it that we really need to uh, know before we go out and start renting radios? Um, well, you have a couple of options. Uh, I, I think it boils down to whether you're going to rent from a company online or whether you're going to go to a local company and rent. Um, when you go to a local company and rent, you're probably going to pay more for the radios. Um, but you're going to be able to get them right away. You're going to have somebody right in front of you who can uh, show you how to use the radios. So there are some advantages that, you know, you're, you're going to get some advantages, and but you're going to pay for those advantages. Right, yeah. Um, if you decide to, to save some money and go online and rent the radios, well, um, you don't have as many big companies renting radios as you have selling radios. A lot of the, the guys that are in the rental business online are kind of small companies and the technology is not great. One thing that really surprised me um, before we got in the rental business, was looking around at, at who else was doing it, there wasn't really anyone that would allow you to, to get an instant price quote right on the website. You always have to yeah. say fill out a form and, and uh, give them your information, and then they'll write you back with a quote. Well, nobody likes to do that. I mean, do you really want to give someone your email address and uh, not even know what they're able to provide? Well, aside from that, there's also the, the time factor involved. If people need to rent radios and they need to do it fairly soon, they don't want to have to worry about, okay, uh, when are they going to respond? Are they going to respond? <laughs> and is it going to be a response that I can work with, or am I going to need to turn around and shop somewhere else after that? Right. And uh, you really need to get your rental from a reputable company. That's kind of what it boils down to. Be sure, check around, read reviews, and uh, be sure they've been in business for a while and, and been doing it for a while. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the other things that are good to know when shopping around for rentals? Well, you want to look over the terms and understand how the rental process works for the company. Um, A lot of places don't really spell this out on their website. You know, renting a product over the Internet can be fairly complicated. I mean, if you think about the process, you've got to to place an order, it's got to be shipped to you. You've got mm-hmm. to somehow package this stuff back up and, and get it back and yeah. figure out how, how much you're going to pay per day. Or, you know, some companies are going to charge you for the time that the products are in transit from the time they ship them to the time they receive them back. Well, if you're renting from a company in Florida and you're in Washington State and you need the radios for three days, you could end up paying for 20 days because. You're, you're looking at two weeks of transit time there. Yeah, that's a good point. That's something that you, you definitely want to think about. Um, Be sure that the company is going to include everything with the radios that you need to send them back. One thing you don't want to do is is have to get these radios shipped out today and you realize, well, you need to go find some packing tape somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, there's also some of these companies that maybe – sort of hide the prices, you know, and, and require you to email them for a quote, uh, once they give you the prices, they may not necessarily give you 
the entire price, the entire cost, because the entire cost isn't necessarily just the rental of the radio. I mean, the, there may be other fees involved. Right. You want to be yeah. sure to read the fine print if, you, if you're not sure exactly who you're dealing with because there could be extra charges for shipping. There, there could be um, taxes that are added on. There, there could be those uh, fees for – I mean, you could look at a daily rate that you've been quoted – and assume you're only using the radios for three days, but you find out that you're going to get billed for the, the time the radios are shipping. So you want to watch out for hidden fees. You, you want to understand everything about the process mm-hmm. before you decide to go ahead with anything. And, and more importantly, find a company that's showing you right on their website up front what all of the policies are. Mm-hmm. Um, Insurance is another one. Um, you want to have the option to accept or decline insurance. You want to find out what insurance covers. And what your liabilities are. Right. If you're quoted a daily rate and then you get your final bill and you see extra charges for shipping, extra charges for taxes, and extra charges for insurance, that could drive up the price quite a bit. Now, we were talking about shipping them back and forth. You know, you ship the radios, you get them, you use them, uh, but then you need to ship them back at some point. You want to make sure that the return process is somewhat simple, that it's not overly complicated. That's right. Like I said before, really, when we rent radios, we send right in the package a checklist of everything that the customer needs to do to get the radios back. And also included in the box is packing tape Mm -hmm. (laughs) that you're going to need to seal the box back up. Um, You you want somebody... It's going to make sure the process is simple. You don't want to have to get these radios to UPS by six o'clock, and you know your event ends at five. Yeah, and you know you've got to go out and find bubble wrap and and a <laughs> box and all this. You want all that to to show up at the same time as the radios. Yeah, you want to have it to where you can just pack it up, send it out, and you're done. Right. Now, aside from that, there's the question about licensing and. Uh, as you mentioned before, you usually don't have to worry so much about licensing with a rental, and that's one advantage to getting one as far as the radio license is concerned. But the question comes up, is the rental company FCC licensed? You know, I was shocked. Before we got into the radio rental business, I, I did a lot of researching of who is renting radios and uh I believe I found one or two companies that were actually FCC licensed that were renting radios. I could not find wow. an FCC license in the database. You'd think they would all be. These comp- now, it's possible they have different <laughs> company names and they're showing on their website or something, but um, it should be easier to find an FCC license, I, I would think, for, for renting. And ultimately, whoever's using the radio is responsible for making sure they're licensed, so if you're renting from someone who doesn't have a license and you're doing something you shouldn't with the radios or they're transmitting on a frequency that, that they shouldn't be transmitting on and you get in trouble, you're subject to the fines, yeah. not the company yeah. you're renting from. And uh, the FCC does not take those fines uh, lightly. They're, they get pretty serious about that. It's not that often that you hear about someone being fined, but the fines are definitely hefty. Oh, yeah. Oh, Definitely. And then I guess uh, overall, it's a good idea to check and see how long the company's been in business to make sure that uh, they're pretty stable. You know, you're going to get these rentals, you're going to send them back. You know, you want to know who you're doing business with pretty much. Yeah, I'm 
some of the manufacturers offer rental programs through um, their network of dealers. Like I believe a Motorola dealer has the option to offer a rental program and then they just kind of pass the deal along to Motorola. Mm -hmm. Well, you could come up and overnight start a radio rental business just going through Motorola, but if something happens, you could go away overnight as well. Yeah, yeah. If it's something that you're not prepared to deal with uh, or you don't know how to, to handle, it's bye-bye, <laughs> see you later. And, uh, you know, if you're running radios from a company like that, that that's, that's not a good position to be in. No. I mean, first of all, you're going to pay more for the radios because you've got Motorola's price and you've got that dealer's markup. Mm-hmm. Then you also may have a dealer that doesn't know anything about radios, doesn't know how they're programmed, isn't licensed. There's a lot of uh, issues you may run into with that scenario. So you want to know you want to know the company that you're dealing with uh, overall. Uh, you know, and you were talking about the advantages of short-term rentals. Say, for instance, if I rent this radio for a while and I want to keep it, does the company offer an option to buy the radio at a discount? Are they going to charge you full retail for it if you want to pay, or do they give you a little bit of a break on it? Uh, uh, you know, that's something that's else definitely to that's something to ask. If there's a um, chance you would want to keep the products after you rent them, if you like them, um, then it's we give our customers the option to keep any rental products at a discounted price. You can just call us and give us your credit card number, and then you you don't have to do anything. You can keep keep the products that you've already got, mm-hmm. and uh, that that's a nice option, I think. Sure. Well, there are some things that you need to know about renting radios, but if you do it right, it can be for some projects. It can be the way to go. There, there are definitely scenarios where renting is better than purchasing. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, maybe you want to try out some radios before you buy them. Maybe you you, you want to try out several models, see which one you like best. That's yeah. It's not a bad way to go. Well, uh, any other thoughts on uh, running radios? Any other comments on that? Anything else that we need to know about? Nothing comes to mind. Maybe we'll do more uh, episodes on this topic in the future. It's the first time we've touched on it. Yeah, I think it's a good good topic, Uh, and there's a lot to know. Well, coming up, we'll review the Tram TBC6 and TBC9 Big Cat CB antennas. What do we think of them? We'll find out next on the Two-Way Radio Show. Searching for two-way radios? Buy two-way radios has what you need. Buy two-way radios is the source for two-way radios and radio accessories from major name-brand manufacturers for businesses and consumers alike. Buy two-way radios provides more than just great radios at a great price. We are a leading source of expert advice on the products that we sell and can assist in finding the perfect solution for you or your business. We also deliver great service our products are stocked at our local warehouse. This allows us to guarantee processing time and fast shipment of your order. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, Buy Two-Way Radios can help you find the best solution for you. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at buytwowayradios.com weekdays from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. Buy Two-Way Radios at buytwowayradios.com. Your radio specialists. 
You're listening to the Two-Way Radio Show. And this week we're going to review a couple of CB antennas from Tram, the TBC-6 and TBC-9. Today we're going to talk about a couple new antennas that we've recently started carrying within the last few months or so, the Tram products, the TBC-6 and the TBC-9. Um, Part of the Big Cat series. Yes, the Big big Cat series. They're... uh, and by the looks of these things, they, uh, they, they that's the right name for them. <laughs> They're, um, these are not, I don't think these are going to be for your typical CB user, somebody that's just in a van or, you know, somebody that's keeping a, just a, an amateur user of CBs. This is going to be more for your heavy duty trucks and so on and so forth. They're, yeah, I wouldn't put it on your little smart car or something. Yeah, <laughs> it's not going to work. It only weighs fourteen ounces. So that's about uh, it only weighs about six more ounces than that smart car does. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they're completely uh, made of aluminum, so that's what gives it that real lightweight finish. There, you know, like I said, fourteen ounces for these antennas. Um, the differences are the TBC-6 is a 6-inch shaft, the TBC-9 is a 9-inch shaft. Each of them has a 3-inch wide coil in the center of that shaft. These are kind of long, four, about 4 feet. Yeah. Pretty yeah. close to it, yeah. Yeah, they got a, um, the TBC-6 has a 53-inch stainless steel tapered whip, and the uh, TBC-9 is 51 inches. Mm-hmm. Max power of 20,000 watts and that's getting it yeah uh, well uh, don't be holding on to that antenna <laughs> that's right that's right <laughs> couples you know there's, it's got several different ways to mount it the antenna comes by itself but there there is a um, couple different options for mounting kits um yeah there's three main mounting options that we carry the tram stainless steel mirror mount uh, the tram big cat cb mirror mount that has a stud on it now that's the same mount as the mirror mount, but it comes with a stud to convert the antenna from three eighths inch to UHF, UHF which are correct. where most of the cables are going to be. That's Makes right. it a studly mirror mount. That's right. <laughs> and then the uh, Browning stainless CB antenna mirror mount with an eighteen inch cable and stud. Yeah, that's sort of everything together. You that's get the right. mirror mount, you get the cable, you get the the, the adapter stud. Yeah, it's got eighteen the foot works. of cable there. The works. That's right. Um, that's going to be the one that you need to, to pretty much one-stop shop there. Um, and we've been selling quite a few of these. We have. We we. It's a popular uh, antenna. We were pretty limited for a while on our CB antenna selection, and uh, we brought Tram in, and we've done quite well with it. Have many different options, but these two seem to be very popular with the more experienced CB users guys or gals want to put them on their trucks um for a more serious mount what's the price on this they run 29.99 plus shipping um, for either one of them um, and then of course it's going to go up a little bit when you if you choose a uh you know a mounting option yeah of course yeah and of course you enter the promo code show at checkout uh when you purchase one of these at buy2wayradios.com and you can save an additional Five percent off your order. That's right. Saves even more. These are actually pretty economical antennas. You know, consider what you're getting. It's a the very price nice good. antenna for thirty dollars. Yeah, there's a lot of them out there that are. I've seen some really outrageous CB antennas that are a lot more money than that. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, these are these are not little little tiny whip antennas. These are pretty solid, 
items. That's right. One thing I'd like to mention is don't forget to buy your cable when you buy the antenna. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, we have uh, also some uh, cable options from Browning. So you can choose how long you need the cable. Try not to get it too much longer than what you really need. But uh, don't forget the cable. So, Anthony, overall, you think this is a pretty good antenna? Yeah, I think so. And like I said, we've sold quite a few of them. Um, People tra- seem to like it. Tram's a good name. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, lot, a lot of the more experienced users know Tram for their antennas. Hey, did you hear about the two antennas that got married? I did not. The wedding wasn't much to talk about, but the reception was great. <laughs> oh, Rick. Didn't see that one coming, did you? <laughs> no. I've heard that one with uh, when... A couple cell phone manufacturers merged a few years ago. <laughs> okay. I'm not known for my good job. It's, it's not your best, but it's not your worst either. Yeah, you've done worse. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, I have. <laughs> On this show, as a matter of fact. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, well, any other uh, comments on the uh, – the, uh, any other jokes on the antennas? <laughs> any other comments on the – the big cat. CD no, I think we covered it. All right. Well, we have some comments and questions from our blog and our forum at twowayradioforum.com. Our first one uh, comes from Pat, and Pat wants to know: I'm looking for a two-way radio system for four to six people. I live in the country and only have small towns and farmhouses around me. I would like to use a repeater for extra distance and will only use radios in case of emergency or maybe to stay in touch with son and friends while camping at local areas. Would like to get 3 to 10 mile range if possible. Thanks for your time. And that's from Pat. Um, okay. To get a repeater involved is not going to be inexpensive. No, it's not. Um, probably uh, an ICOM uh, CY6000 repeater would be uh, a, a good choice. And you're definitely going to need a repeater to uh, get the range that you need. Mm-hmm. Um, you might want to look at uh, amateur radio or uh, ham as yeah. an option. If uh, it's just for emergencies, if you're not looking to spend thousands of dollars, there may be some amateur repeaters that are already in your area. If you get your ham license, you could... Uh, you would eliminate the repeater expense and be able to use the amateur repeaters in your area, most likely. No, it's not a simple matter of just buying ham radios. You need to go, uh, you know, uh, study for a license, get a ham license, and and then, uh, uh, you know, really learn how to use it, um, you know, how to use the uh, ham frequencies. But uh, overall, if you're just going to be using it for emergency, I mean, that's a lot of hams use their radios for emergency purposes. Absolutely, they do. Um, if you, you definitely want your own um, private uh, repeater with communications for, uh, I believe, six people, you said, the ICOM CY6000 would be a good repeater. I, I may suggest GMRS as the frequencies. That way, uh, if everyone's related, you could get one GMRS license and everyone's covered. Yeah. Yeah. And um, maybe get some business quality radios uh, to plug the GMRS frequencies into. Or uh, even some Motorola uh, MS350s or um, MS355s that are repeater capable. 
right. All right. Well, the next question comes from Geestlund, and uh, he's asking about the Kenwood versus the Baofeng. And the brand of radios in question is not actually important. My question is this. I can spend well over $200 on a Kenwood or similar radio. For that, I only get UHF or VHF and 16 channels. Or I can spend about $60 on something like a Baofeng. For that $60, I get UHF and VHF and 128 channels. Why is that? And that's from G-Slon. That's because the Kenwood technology is much, much better than the Baofeng technology. You're going to get much better audio quality out of the Kenwood than you would the Baofeng. You're going to get a, a much more durable radio. You're going to get a, a mil-spec radio. Uh, the Baofeng is impressive for everything it offers yeah. at the price that it offers it at. But I wouldn't say that it's great at anything. Um, it doesn't have the durability that uh, that a Kenwood business uh, radio is going to have. It's not you're not going to be able to drop it on the on a concrete floor a few times or you get it run over by a forklift and and not to say that you should do that with your Kenwoods. Uh, that's not a good idea in the long term either. But you know the Kenwood uh, radios can take a bit of a beating, whereas the Baofeng, uh, no, it's it's not going to survive that sort of thing. Right. It, it it's not meant to. I mean, for fifty dollars. It already provides a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even the TK3230 is somewhat water-resistant, but the, the Baofeng isn't at right. all, so I, I, I wouldn't, wouldn't get it near the water. Normally, I'm going to recommend the Baofeng to someone who is a licensed ham, who is looking for a, either a first radio, that uh, sort of an introduction to ham, a radio to play with, to kind of get accustomed to everything and find out if it's a hobby they want to invest more money in, or uh, an experienced ham who's looking for an an extra radio to take with them when they're going out, and maybe in in addition to a mobile radio they already have in a vehicle or or base station type system they already have set up. Um, I wouldn't really recommend the Baofeng for business use just because it's so configurable yeah, you're going to have employees that um, aren't radio experts that are going to get themselves in trouble with that radio. Yeah, for the most part, really, the business radios are going to, as we just mentioned, they're going to be more durable, rugged. A lot of these radios are going to be built to, you know, higher specifications of the Baofeng. And on the flip side, the Baofeng is not really. You technically you could program business frequencies into it, but it's not really meant for it. Right, and it's it's legal to program business frequencies into it because it's type accepted for that. But a, again, you can program a frequency straight from the keypad. So uh, you know, if you're running a business, you're going to give this radio to an employee who's going to hit a few keys on the front and be transmitting on something completely different than anyone else. And you know, he's not going to know how to get the radio back to where right. everyone else is. And you're going the support cost are going to be higher than, than just going with a business radio to begin with. Well, after all, just because you can program a radio to those frequencies doesn't mean you should. Pretty much the short answer on that. Oh, that's right. Before you program a radio, you definitely should be aware of, of the legalities of what you're programming it to. You can't just key in a yeah, frequency because yeah. there's restrictions that go with each frequency range. 
Well, I guess that does it for our comments and questions this week. Send in your comments and questions for Danny, Anthony, or myself to show at buytwowayradios.com. If you want to know more about today's topic or about two-way radios in general, check out our forum discussions at twowayradioforum.com. You can subscribe to the Two-Way Radio Show directly from our website at twowayradioshow.com or hear it on iTunes, blueberry.com, or stream it on Stitcher. All right, we've had a pretty uh, interesting episode here with the rental radios. Um, any other comments on that? Any other closing thoughts before we uh, sign off here? Um, check out buy2wayradios.com for your rental radio needs. Save 5% on your rental with promo code SHOW. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, anything else, Anthony? No, we got we're good. Okay. Well, today's show is sponsored by buy2wayradios.com. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, buy2way radios can help you find the best solution for your needs. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at buy2wayradios.com weekdays from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. Everyone, as always, thanks for listening, and until next time, for the Two-Way Radio Show, I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Keemster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And we're out. We'll be right back.